If you are not redeemed, know that we have been where you are. We have lived and walked in your shoes and even thought the same vacuous, empty thoughts. But one glorious day we saw the light, the true light. This light lights the soul and the path of the new man. From this position, we can see all the way into eternity. If you are not born again, you walk in darkness and cannot see us, but we can see you and we know you. One brother, considering this colossal spiritual advantage the saved have over the unsaved, exclaimed, It's not fair. He would be correct if God had not extended his hand to all mankind. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Are you tired of walking in darkness and thinking the same empty thoughts, being puzzled by so many questions? You are blind and chained to empty vanity. But today, in but a moment, your blindness can be healed and your soul liberated from all Satan's bondages. You are at the eternal crossroads, and this decision dictates all. Today, all your sin and shame can be expunged from your record in but a moment. Have you tired of this carnal foolishness? Today, in a moment, all will be changed. Follow me now, and I mean now as in right now. In this simple prompt, click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Colossians chapter 1, 14 through 19, In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven, and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence, for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Man said, These foolish doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end to this world and certainly no judgment day. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature article 964 that will once again certify the supernatural inerrancy of God's beautiful book. All of these light-laden features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your enlightenment and so that you can shine the light into dark places. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Take advantage of four highly beneficial God Said, Man Said features. One, you have questions? God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword into the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Number two, use the tell a friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It's so quick and easy. Three, imagine you can download nearly 355 hours of God Said, Man Said features to your electronic device. Listen to one every day. And number four, Sign up for God Said, Man Said weekly broadcast, and fresh bread will be delivered to you, God willing, 
every Thursday Eve. Thank you for coming. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. God's Word is so dramatic, so life-changing. It is so all-encompassing now and beyond, so entire and complete, so finite and fantastical, and so Jesus Christ, who is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and end, and all that transpires in between, is weighed in his balances from molecules to men. Colossians 1 verse 19, For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Jesus Christ is God's center point in heaven and earth. He is so beyond inclusive and expansive. Some will read or hear this feature and think, Oh, I've heard that before, in a dismissive way. If you are thinking this, know that it is you who are in error, for what we know of a certain matter, and certainly the one we will be addressing in this short series, is small, very small. Satan's arrogant attitude blocks us from proceeding in Revelation. Of this I must repent and bow down my ear. Get ready for Holy Ghost shock and awe. Sola Scriptura, Scriptures alone, saints, are often criticized with statements such as, you foolish Christians offer up Jesus Christ as the solution for everything. To this the word walker will respond, yes, it's true. Colossians chapter 1 verse 19, again it reads, For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. The fullness of all things lives, dwells inside Jesus Christ. Nothing is happenstance in the Word of God. Everything has its place, everything has its purpose, and everything by necessity revolves around Jesus Christ. Every deed and every thought revolve around Jesus Christ. They are either pro-Christ or anti-Christ. A thought or deed that is good, wholesome, and true is pro-Christ. Those that are not are anti-Christ. He is the solution to every problem because every problem is the product of casting off Christ. Can you imagine this? Everything revolves around Jesus Christ. Even today and yesterday are dated in his name. B.C. for before Christ and the year of this writing, uh, 2019 A.D., 2019 Anno Domini in the year of our Lord. Of John the Baptist and Christ Jesus, John 1, 7 through 9 declares, The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Microbiologists were shocked to discover the amazing literal truth of the passage just read. When sperm and the human egg come together in the mother's womb, a spark of light shoots forth, marking and energizing the beginning of life. Science has inadvertently certified the strange grouping of words in John 1, 9, that was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Jesus Christ is the light of the world in every physical and spiritual way. He is a singularity. Life in all its complexities is actually a singularity that pivots around Jesus Christ. Life is traveled on a single highway. I like to call it Route 7. 
You can travel Route 7 North Obedience, following Jesus Christ unto life and life everlasting. Or you can refuse Christ and travel Route 7 South Disobedience, following Satan to an existence full of bondages, and finally, eternal cognizant damnation in the lake of fire. Man chooses direction. He does not make it. Nothing is happenstance in the Word of God. Everything has its place. Everything has its purpose. And every word by the Father's good pleasure revolves around Jesus Christ. Keep in mind Revelation 19.13, which speaks of Christ and says, and his name is called the Word of God. Every living word is interwoven into a glorious mosaic that is truly breathtaking to behold every single word with its place and its purpose. We are made out of words, God's words, and Jesus' name is the Word of God. Your DNA functions with the four-letter alphabet scientists now call the Book of Life that began in a flash of light. It gives building instructions in words, sentences, and paragraphs. Again, Jesus Christ is the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last letters of the Greek alphabet, and all the letters and the words they make in between. Jesus Christ is the center of our molecular structure. He is the singularity. In Him, all fullness dwells. It lives there. This short series will anchor the singularity in your heart and will open wide the doors to childlike simplicity. Those who are disciplined, weekly visitors to God said, man said, will recognize recurring principles, but be assured the end of this exercise will be thoroughly staggering. Discipline is required. Keep in mind that discipline and disciple share the same root word. When sin entered in the Garden of Eden, the law of sin and death began to reign. God's plan to reconcile the lost souls of men unto himself was set in motion. Not only was Jesus Christ God's creator of the universe, but this same Christ became God's savior and deliverer for the lost and bound sons and daughters of Adam. Hebrews 1 verse 2, Hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. From before time and onward, even into eternity, Jesus Christ is the singularity by which all things consist, because Colossians 1.19 reads, For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Remember, that means everything lives in Christ Jesus. After Adam and Eve sinned, they realized they were naked and sewed together fig leaves to make aprons, but that covering was insufficient. To cover Adam and Eve's nakedness, which represents the shameful results of sin, God made them clothes out of animal skins that would cover their nakedness. Note that a blood sacrifice was required to cover their sin. This blood sacrifice was not only the first offering for sin, but also a shadow of the sacrifice Jesus Christ would make on Calvary's tree, which was to come. Jesus Christ is the singularity. As mentioned earlier, Jesus Christ is the Alpha and Omega, the first and last letters of the Greek alphabet, and all the letters and the words they construct in between. 
Every word spoken is either pro or anti-Christ. Jesus Christ is language, even the living word. John chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He is the singularity. Our daily conversations are laced with Jesus Christ. Some examples include, Atonement by the blood of Jesus Christ creates at-one-ment with God. Universe is universe, or one word, God's word. Holiday comes from the words holy day. Goodbye comes from a contraction of God be with you. The pain on the cross was so severe, a new word was coined. That word is excruciating, which means out of the cross. According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word bless has an etymological meaning of to mark or affect in some way with blood or sacrifice to consecrate. The original meaning to make sacred or holy with blood, end of quote. When one says, God bless you, he or she is calling on the blood covering of Jesus Christ to be your portion. Jesus Christ is the language of God. He is the singularity. The headline in the September 2017 issue of Reader's Digest reads, Here's why seven is most likely your favorite number. Excerpts follow. Author Alex Bellos set out to find the world's favorite numbers. His online survey swiftly received more than 30,000 votes from a number of files around the world. Voters gave many reasons for their favorites, though they usually correspond to an important date or age or other positive association. But the clear winner is the number seven, raking in nearly 10% of the total vote. Seven is the only number among those we can count on our hands, one to ten, that cannot be divided or multiplied within the group, Bellos explains. One, two, three, four, and five can each be doubled to reach two, four, six, eight, and ten. Nine is divisible by three. Seven, then, is the only number between two and ten that is neither a multiple nor a factor of the others. In this way, lucky number seven stands alone. It's unique. It's a loner the outsider, and humans interpret this arithmetical property in cultural ways, Bellow says. End of quote. The number seven stands alone because Jesus Christ is the number seven, God's number of completion. The number seven represents Christ as in the seven churches of Revelation and as in the seventh day of the creation week where God rested. Hebrews 4, 4 through 11 speaks of the rest that dwells in Christ Jesus. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest, seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached enter not in because of unbelief, again he limited a certain day, saying in David, Today, after so long a time, as it is said, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works, as God did from his. Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Jesus Christ is the center of everything, and there is no escape from that truth, because Colossians 1.19 reads, 
for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. He is the singularity, and this short series will drive this guiding principle home in a dramatic fashion. The world ends in a world-ending confrontation between Christ and his army of saints and the Antichrist and the world's armies. In this battle, Jesus Christ will vanquish the power of darkness. This event is just over the horizon. The singularity will reign supreme forever. He is the beginning and the end. God said, Colossians 1, 14 through 19, "...and whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created." that are in heaven, and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones, or dominions, or principalities, or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Man said, These foolish doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end to this world and certainly no judgment day. Now you have the record.